0: Father, we bless your name as God, your word, this morning. are mm-hmm. wrong. Give up your daddy. Mm-hmm. Make us wiser than ever before. our Father. Mm-hmm. Give us the mm-hmm. name. Put your hands together for the Lord. Yes. Thank, you. Thank you, Father. Father, Stalin. amen and amen. Let's miss the present. Signs of an unhealthy Christian life. This should be someone number four. Signs of an unhealthy Christian life. It should be someone number four. We were talking about love being a major thing in working with God. And if you do not have love. It's a major evidence that your Christian life is not enough. I think we've said enough about that. But God is love. God is just love. God is an embodiment of love. So there is no one who lacks love in his life who can claim he has God in his life. Because God is love. Poor prayer life. I think I said that also. We were looking at that. We didn't go far. Poor, poor life is an evidence of a sick Christian life. I uh, remember we read 1 Thessalonians five verse 17. I can't remember if we read any other one. Did we read Luke 18 verse 1? Alright, let's look at Luke 18 verse 1. Let's continue from there. When your Christian life or anybody's Christian life is no longer okay, you do not enjoy prayer. Prayer becomes a problem. Prayer becomes a headache. You used to enjoy prayer and suddenly you do not have prayer again. It is an evidence that your Christian life has gone down. It's an evidence that you are sick spiritually. You used to pray one hour now. It's a struggle for you to pray 30 minutes, then your Christian life is sick. And it's so bad, even to pray 10 minutes is a problem. Your Christian life is very, very sick. Look at him, verse one and his forty five are probably going to go To this end. The man not always to pray and not to faint that's saying men should always be pained and never give up men, common gender, everybody is talking about men and women not just male the children of men are always to pray whether male or female and not to faint not to give up, never say I'm tired of praying, no Prayer in itself is an evidence that you have faith in God, because a person who does not have faith in God will not pay If you are knocking a man's door, it's because you believe he will open. If you believe he will not open, you wouldn't waste your time knocking on his door. So we we must uh, watch our lives and see how prayer is failing it's going down it's an evidence your Christian life is going down it's a strong evidence and he specified one to them to be saying that men ought always to pray and not to faint saying, verse 2 saying there was in a city a judge who feared not God neither regarded man and there was a widow in that city and she came unto him saying avenge me of mine adversary and you will not for a while but afterward he said within himself do I fear not God nor regard man yet because this widow troubleth me I will avenge her lest by her continual coming she weareth me and the Lord said, hear what the unjust judge says And shall not God avenge his own let Which cry day and night unto him Though he beareth long with them I tell you that he will avenge them speedily Nevertheless When the Son of Man cometh, Shall we find faith on the earth this is to teach us never to give up the story of a woman who was dealing with an ungodly judge who kept going to the judge to make her complaints but the judge did no answer but she kept going all the same I got to a point the judge said this woman is going to wear me out though there is nothing she will do if I don't answer her but let me answer her so I'll have some rest a similar story, Luke 11 let's look at a similar story Luke 11 Luke 11 reading from verse 1 and it came to pass But as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. And he said unto them, When you pray, say our Father, preacher in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, as as in heaven, so in the earth. Give us day by day our daily bread, forgive us. Our saints for we also forgive Everyone that is in to us And lead us not into temptation But deliver us from the evil And he said unto them Kuchok you shall have a friend And shall go unto him at midnight And shall say unto him Friend lend me three loaves For a friend of mine In his journey is come to me And I have nothing to say before him and he from within shall answer and say, "Trouble me not. The door is now shut. And my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him, because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needed. Jesus was teaching opportunity in prayer What God does that mean? Praying without giving up Opportunity in prayer Jesus was teaching opportunity in prayer That means ability to continue to pray The grace to continue to pray Without giving up Opportunity is In English is talking about the fact of being Troublesomely demanding for something. The fact of being what? Troublesomely demanding for something. Or insistently demanding for something. He's talking about persistent demand. That's the name of importunity. It demands repeatedly or insistently. Also explained as wearisome persistence. Where is some. You say, Give it to me. Please give me. Please give me. Because you know you have it. Jesus said, Because he is his friend, you will not answer him. What does that mean? You know, people say familiarity breeds content, isn't it? Because somebody is your friend, there is. You, there is somehow, you are too familiar sometimes if you are not careful, contempt my coming and Jesus says, because he is his friend, you will not give him. What does that mean? the over-familiarity that you have with your friend by which you can tell your friend don't give me a date, I want to sleep because your friend, you trust that that will not offend him, uh, you, you are not afraid are you get what I'm saying? Your friend says, I'm coming. I ah, don't come, I want to sleep. You may not say like that to a stranger, isn't it? Pardon? And the stranger says, Sir, are you Mr. So and so? Yes, please. I want to come and see you. Or I will not be available now. Is it? Boy you you tell him when he can come. What is your friend say I'm coming? Ah, I no no no, don't, don't come. I want to sleep now. He said I'm coming, or if you come, I'm not put it down. You keep uh you're yourself on the phone. Now, Jesus says, because he is his friend, he will not rise and kill him. Because he, are, what, what he will tell his friend, What are you looking for this night? He will you know, Wallow Room. I better go and sleep. Because he is his friend. But again, Jesus says, Because his friend too he will not go. John, John, John say, I said, "I have been so kind to me. I wasn't expecting to cover. If anybody discover it, you cannot sleep. Are they? He said, "Why well, don't give this up, uh, fellow? Let him give, give this man that." He said, "I deserve." I said, "Yes, I deserve you now. We will let him deserve you. Are the one I know." Hallelujah. That, that because of this opportunity, he will rise and give it to him. What was Jesus teaching us? Jesus is teaching us that when you are praying in your prayers until you get what you want from God don't be afraid you are going to disturb God let me look at heaven verse one time I say unto you though he will not rise and give because he is his friend yet because of his importunity he will rise and give him as many as he needed not only will he rise and give he will rise and give him as many as he needed, you know, a friend. He say, "He will follow him to his kicking That will say, "No, I, I will give you." I will him. say, "No, no, no, give me two He will take it himself. You know the way friends operate. Say one well, is not enough. Give me two. That one say, "I can't give you to Say, "You give me two. I will give you back tomorrow." He will take it. If like I say there is also number, and they must see tonight. Because it's your friend, you know, it's good to have a good friend who knows God. Amen. Not a friend who will drag you into sin And teach you to commit adultery Not a friend who will tell you uh, You carried it a girl to social care yesterday And will be teaching you to do the same You don't need that kind of a friend Amen God has blessed you with a wife satisfied with your wife you Don't carry girls to a hotel And you don't have a wife Find one You are the one to find Bible says he that findeth a wife, eh? Uh, that means you must be the one looking for. Amen. Jesus said, He that seeketh, findeth. And the Bible says in another place, He that findeth a wife. So you won't get a wife until you seek for one. So don't just grab any girl around you and be committing morality. Go and look for a wife and marry a wife. Amen. Hallelujah. Even when girls are offering themselves to you free of charge, you have to say no, like Joseph. You remember Joseph? Joseph said no to free sex. No. Free sex. The kind of boys who are my friends when I was in uh, higher school were not safe. We were all sinners. So the kind of languages they used to talk, their language was to push you to sin. Somehow God brought me from among some of them were they are been in the Biafran army. It was after the Civil War, so they had all kinds of habits. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! That's why you need personal determination. Even if you are not born again, your personal determination that I will not do this will still help you when you find yourself among some very bad boys. Hallelujah! I believe you are saved now. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We didn't know the Lord in those days. But the mercy of God reached unto me and saved me. When I got saved, some of them did not believe. One came from the east. Say, they said, You are not born again. I said, I will not believe what I see you. His name was Jude. an evil boy. He came to meet me at UI He said, they told me you are not worried I said, yes He said, I will not believe until I see you (laughs) And now you are (laughs) Believe now (laughs) Hallelujah Amen, Amen Amen Don't have bad friends That will lead you into sin That's why the Bible says evil communication Corrupts what? Good manners Again, the white man says, show me your friend I will tell you who you are, if your friends are thieves, most likely you will be a thief. If your friends are adulterers, you must be an adulterer. you can't be, you cannot feel free in the company of adulterers as your friend. So carry on get if your tell, I I, no, no, if they are adulterer, you are an adulterer. Hallelujah. So if you don't want to be an adulterer, don't be a friend with adulterers. Amen. Your friends are drunkards more likely If you are not yet a drunkard you will become a drunkard like them so it's better you cut it off What I say? Cut up Cut off that relationship with the world you don't need it So Jesus here Was teaching importunity in prayer mean it is to talk to God Without giving up Without giving up Hallelujah Ephesians 6 verse 18 If you are not able to importunate or show importunity in prayer, it's an evidence that your Christian life is sick. Because somebody who is sick will will not be able to importunate the throne of God. Because he will not believe that we here Or somehow he will be fed up. He will say, You should be as prayed. You better pray. He's not praying again. Anytime the feeling not to pray is in your mind, know that your Christian life is sick and get it out. Don't keep it to yourself. Tell the your pastor. Talk to your pastor or your spiritual leader, spiritual leader whether male or female, and then you'll be able to get help. Amen. Don't be like a foolish person who discovers that he's sick and he refuses to go to see his doctor it better be the sickness going to kill so the moment you have this your prayer life is not okay. talk to somebody who is like a spiritual leader over your life who can help you to so get yourself get you back on your feet in prayers I said if you shall see eight, 18 let's go let's read it Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18 Praying always is also teaching us opportunity in prayer In the last one they will Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 17 Prayer without ceasing But well now it is saying praying always All these things, the verses they are saying the same thing Luke 18, the man ought always to pray and not do ought to where we went to, Luke 11. He said, Because of this what? Importunity. What's the opportunity? Praying always. And here we are again in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18. The Apostle Paul says, Praying always, with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto, with all perseverance. And supplication for all saints. Amen. Praying always. Somebody say it loud. Everybody say loud. Say it again. Say to your heart, lay hands on your heart, say, pray in always. Understand that, understand that, oh my soul. Pray in always, pray. You need to accept that. Prayer should be your way of life. I told you of a great man of God long ago and those who wrote the story of his life says he never prayed more than 30 minutes for a stretch. I told you I never lived with him I only read the story so I was not there But that's what he said he said he never prayed for longer than 30 minutes at a time but hardly he will know before he will start praying again are you understanding? If he does like that from morning till evening, he will have prayed for half of the day, isn't it? If he has spent 12 hours, he will have prayed 6 hours Nothing less than 6 hours But that was a great man of prayer He was always going back to prayer It's just what? No Christian will go far with God when prayer is weak Mm-mm. It's like a car with a bad engine How far is it going to go? Huh? You can't go far. If the engine has not knocked out, but you know the engine is bad. You can't get into a car again and say you are going to Kano, can you? Even you can't say you are going to Badan. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may manage it within the town. But you can't take you you can't take that car, put it on the road and say you're going to Lagos. When your prayer line is bad, it's like your car's engine is bad The car can't do much for you If you don't work on it, the engine is going to knock It's going to pack up absolutely So that's why you must work on a bad prayer life. A bad prayer line is a desperate situation What did I say please? A bad prayer line, a bad prayer line is a desperate situation You got it don't leave that and go to bed. No. Begin to work on it immediately. You live a bad prayer life, you don't deal with it. It's like ignoring a little fire on the roof of your house. A little fire on the roof of your house. You say, I don't have time, I want to sleep. That fire is going to wake you up. <laughs> you won't sleep. You better quench it before you go to sleep. Quench it and watch it for a while. Make sure it's not coming on again, and then you can sleep. Hallelujah. Let me read again: Ephesians chapter six, verse eighteen. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. It should be your target to lengthen your prayer time It should be your target Because it's going to help you You discover your prayer appetite can only carry you for 30 minutes Pray for grace and pray for help, pray for healing you should be able to pray for one hour That's why I encourage everybody to receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit With the evidence of speaking in tongues It's still available today the one that you can receive before you go home, provided you are born again. Amen. Every Christian should receive the grace to speak with other tongues. Jesus said it: "These signs shall follow them; they shall speak with new tongues." So that makes it clear that speaking in tongues is not only for the past. It was not meant for the apostles. The early apostles alone It's meant for all believers of all ages Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit And watching them with all perseverance and supplication for all saints Tell somebody, be strong in prayer Amen If you are weak in prayer, it's a sign that you are weak spiritually Honestly fighting the battles against demonic power all those will not go well if you are weak in prayer they won't go well you will win many battles if you are weak in prayer you won't oh, it's, like, it's, it's like the center it's like the center of uh, the area of your Christian life that deals with strength Actually if your prayers are weak You, you still think you are living a holy life You discover You will get to a time The sins you have left will begin to come down Because you have become weak the, the, the weakness in prayer has made your entire spiritual life weak Hallelujah So it's something you should fight against Don't leave it like that Amen hear a poor prayer life without dealing with it is like ignoring leprosy on the right ear a man has leprosy on the right ear and he says it's only on the ear before he knows he will lift up all the ears and he will start eating up his head until leprosy will never come near your body in Jesus name Never come near your children in Jesus' name. Never come near your spouse in Jesus' name. Amen. Any spiritual sickness is like leprosy because it will continue to spread until you kill that person. Don't leave it like that. Sin is like leprosy, it kills because if you don't come because you don't have strength to fight battles. Including the fight against sin And then sin your blood come back And that will kill you Luke 21 verse 36 Luke 21 Gospel according to St. Luke Verse 21 uh, Excuse me, chapter 21 Verse 36 Watch you therefore Always What you do you notice to say again? Always 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 Watch you therefore and pray always Pray something you ought to do always Beloved Child of God Pray something you always you, therefore and pray always two things are enjoying to do in this place one, watch two, pray always a Christian must be watching are you hearing me? a Christian must be doing watching you know about the city gate when soldiers are watching over the t- what are they watching for? they are watching for enemies let the enemies may come to attack the city. Usually, they will have a watch. climb on the watch coming from a far place. They will not. The man set by a king to watch. Remember the stories in the kings. He told the king, "He's coming valiantly, coming full of strength. Coming in a chariot." And he reported to his master, and was with us And he said, "He looked like a dragon Remember Jehu That man was on the watchtower Six, set watchtowers to watch for the approach of the end To watch for what? I told you I once lived with a In those days uh, I remember uh, some of the stories of be." Muslim approaching and then you barred then they say who goes there? stop! who goes there? find no enemy! that's when they see one to be like enemy will already say his enemy don't, that's when they say who goes there? stop! find our enemy they won't ask you that it's because you already look like a friend then they will say approach and there is a manner of approach. Your hands are moving. Your hands are moving. Approach for recognition. Soldiers are to watch for their enemies. That's what. Right. You are a soldier. Then he says, What? Watch for so for Approach of enemies. What is sin? Sin. Sin is a number two. The first thing a Christian watches is not the devil in sin. Some people are watching for the devil. They forget to watch for sin. Uh, what type of deliverance is that? The is saying to you, bring deliverance. You are a woman. And you know demons, demons are in her body. Now. Because they want to put you in trouble. If she truly had demons, and before she throw her legs anyhow, make sure they, and then she it. Maybe nobody is there. Are we about ugly cases of deliverance with sex? committing adultery. Sleeping with women. They purported they were missing deliverance. too. want to us? Even if you are so strong, you cannot be tempted. It is still not good for your wife there. Are you understanding? Once it's opposite sex, it, unless it is a prayer like lay hands, you go. Are you understanding? In the open church, where people are not behind closed doors, are you understanding? But it is going to be the it will take a long time, and nobody is around. When you are in a lonely place, it operate like claws. Are you not getting what I'm saying? Because nobody's there. You want to minister that time to an opposite sex? Then your wife must be there, your the husband, because even if married, some of that, they may accuse you. What no, really, did that woman learn their sins? He said you are some blood. He some blood. I don't believe I do Hallelujah. Hallelujah! And it's good for the wife to be dead because some women... Yes, because they don't touch her He might say time, he didn't know... Are you following what, what I am saying? Maybe well, she's already carrying pregnancy from somewhere and he begins to know. it He did not know when... Who will be witness? <laughs> You want to pray for the opposite says, "Let's hear Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. If you have sisters who are standing believers, the be there. Amen. Amen. Pray. Pray, I will say it pray. say it again. Say it again. Watch. What are you to watch against? Approach of the enemy. Number one enemy, sin. Don't watch for the devil more than the watch. Because as Lord things, the second enemy, yes, see what But if you go back to your sin the death, it will actually be for God. The one of his titles. So, the believer more watching always. And be praying, always. Watch against sin. Watch against activities of the devil. Watch again and temptations. An opposite sex is not your wife, you attract you physically. If you are watching, you will... Adelio, she came to pull you by hand. You are just feeling attracted towards her or towards him. But, if you are watching in your sleep, tell you. He'll tell you is tempting you in any way your heart will if you are watching or if you are not watching they may go on learning. that's why Jesus says me hmm, therefore you must be watching watch against activities in your, family, in your children's lives your husband's life. though you can't decide for them but you can warn them are you them, and also in your environment need to be watchful if you are not watching you, you will not pass that, that are antichrist and you are because believers are watching that the certain government policies are antichrist I and mean. respect hallelujah hallelujah what should you pray always that you may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. That's important. Luke six twelve. Luke chapter six verse twelve. And it came to pass in those days that he went out into a mountain to pray, and continued all night in prayer to God in prayer to who? to God. Jesus continued all night in prayer when backsliders begin to defend themselves they say God is not there huh? I've told him what I want wait 5 minutes 10 minutes they say God is not there I've told him what I want prayer is communion with God it's not just like sending text message are you paying attention? Prayer is what? Communion with God. It's not just like going to make police reports. Police will say, right, what happened? in a few minutes you are waiting. Prayer is fellowship with God. And you must learn to stay in the presence of God and enjoy His fellowship. If you don't enjoy prayer, you don't enjoy fellowship with God. It's a sign you are very sick. Very sick. And a lack of said is dangerous. Don't leave it like that. Fight against it and get a healing from God. Jesus went to prayer and prayed all night. Somebody said, how many minutes do I need to take over that? After all, I many repetitions. After all, how many minutes? Please leave me alone after 10 minutes enough. Well, that's a say. you are sick. Because you have nothing else to pray about except yourself. What of church? What of evangelism? What of the work of God? What about the working groups in the church? The thinking group, maybe that you complain about that is not going well. Have you prayed for them? You have only been an accuser. You have not at them by prayers. Or the prayer warriors, the praying group you have said they are not strong. How many times have you bowed your knees? and interceded for them. The pastor, you are complaining about the sermon. Maybe you think the sermons are not inspiring. Or you think they are over the head of the people. Now I have people complaining, the sermon was good, but I don't know if the people understood what you are saying. You know that could be another problem. <laughs> Hallelujah. Salmons can have two problems. One, it may be substandard so standard and may not be in the state. Secondly, it may be Standard, imagine this way. It might be too hard. Hallelujah. I've had occasionally where people said, uh, Oh, uh, it was a fine summer. Have you prayed for that preacher? You complain about evangelism in your church? Have you prayed for those who don't come? So there is a lot to pray about. Jesus prayed all the night. Obviously, we don't know when it started. But if the Bible says he prayed all the night. When you sleep late, you sleep by twelve, isn't it, 30? So if we assume he slept late that night, okay, he didn't sleep at all. If we assume he started praying by twelve, that means he prayed six and prayed how so how? And he could have started by praying. Are you understanding? Exactly, he, he went to pray last night. He could have even started as soon as he was dark But he prayed long That was Jesus himself, the Son of God If you needed to pray that much Why are you defeating yourself? To think to pray long And you are thinking 5 minutes, 10 minutes, where is enough for you? Not You need to pray right Trust somebody, pray right right. Amen, amen passing those days, I went out a mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer. All night. All night. Sometimes you need to pray alone with God. It's good to pray with your family, but sometimes you need to be alone. There are certain prayers you need to be alone with God to pray. Alone with God is a kind of prayer every believer must learn to practice. your relationship with God is personal. There are certain things that may not fall in place until you pray those kinds of prayers. I appreciate praying with your husband, with your wife, their birth. But then uh, there are some prayers you need to be alone with God to pray want everything to look well. Mark chapter one. Mark chapter one. Verse 35. And in the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into a race and they are paid. And they did what? the purpose of going out into a solitary place. He departed from where his brethren, disciples were. He went to a solitary place to pray. He was for the same reason, he went to a mountain to pray. Though today you don't need to go to a mountain. All you need to do is find a quiet place where you can be alone with God and in the morning, what time? when does morning begin? when does morning begin? good! he said in the morning there was not just day in the morning a great while before day are you understanding? In the morning, a great while before day. That means the sun was not yet in the sky. Morning begins what time? After twelve midnight. A great while before day. When does day begin? When the sun comes out. There is no specific time for day to begin. That's why you have longer day, shorter night sometimes. There is in all nations. In all day, when does day begin? When the light is out. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Daytime now. I'm not talking about the 24-hour day. Daytime. Certain times we have shorter nights, longer day. Pardon? It's not always 12 hours day, 12 hours night. Is it always like that? No. Hallelujah. In the morning. It gets wild before day. Usually there you begin to talk about, about six three minutes to six party five thirty sometimes. Hello. And Bible says it gets wild before day. So you begin to think that Jesus goes something like twin. Are you on about that? o'clock or 2.30, or 3.00 a.m. because a great while he didn't get inside just before day a great while before day maybe 2.00, maybe 3.00 a.m. maybe half past three and went to a solitary place and they are afraid and they did what? and they are afraid I appreciate if you rise up in the morning and you want to do an exercise I know say so nothing is wrong with that but don't let it replace your prayer hello don't let it replace your prayer time do your praying before you do any exercise, amen don't give God the remnants of your time what I said don't give God the remnants of your time you rise up in the morning, let prayer be the first thing, as a child of God. And after that you can go for the spot, if you like. I think it's good for everybody. The Bible says bodily exercise profits little. Even though it's little, it does not uh, deny that profits. And in the morning, rising up a great while before day. you wait out and the perfect solitary place, and they are prayed. If Jesus prayed like this, then who are you? Not to pray. Who am I? Who are you? Not to pray. He did not like the Son of God. He took prayer seriously like this. Then who am I? Who are you? <laughs> not to take prayer seriously. It will be like playing with fire. Don't play with fire Tell somebody Don't play with fire Hallelujah Don't let well, fire burn you. Amen Don't play with fire Take your prayer life seriously Number three Signs of an unhealthy Christian life Number three pure exercise in the word of God Poor exercise in the word of God Hallelujah. Exercise in the Word of God is not plain. It's work. But the first sign of uh, an unhealthy Christian life is poor exercise in the word of God. If a person is poor in exercising himself in the word of God, it is a sign that his spiritual life is is bad This life is very bad because the word of God is needed for everything in a Christian life let's look at Colossians chapter 3 verse 16 Colossians Colossians chapter 3 verse 16 Oh excuse me Okay that's right That's right Chapter 3 verse 16 That's right Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly In all wisdom Teaching and admonishing one another In psalms And hymns And spiritual songs Singing with praise in your hearts to the Lord Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly In all wisdom and you need to exercise properly for the we You need to work on it. By word have I hid in mine that I may not sin against thee. Who hid it there? I do. By word have I had, that I may not sin against thee. You are the only one that can hide it there. If you don't hide it there, then you are going to sin against him. exercise in the word is of primary and great importance in the life of a believer. Psalm 119, verse 11 Psalm 119, verse 11 The word have I hid in my that I might not sin against thee. Why did I hide the word in my heart? So I will not sin against thee. How does it work? If I hide the word in my heart By a strong exercise A life of strong exercise in the word of God If I hide the word in my heart At a time of temptations Though nobody is there The word will speak to me The word, I of God, I hid away my temptations Come, will talk to me You talk to me. Even if there's nobody in you, talk to me, boy. What what do you want to do? What do you want to do? We tell you this is sin. Don't do it. My Lord, have I hidden my heart that I might not sin against thee. Then you read it in modern English. Your Lord, I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Let me not confuse those of you grammarians. Hidden, that's modern English. The word I have hidden in my heart. Hide it hidden. The word I have hidden in my heart. That I might not sin against you So if I don't want to sin against God, what is the answer? I hide this word in my heart. Amen. If I fail to hide this word in my heart, the consequence is sin might come. the live was to have the word in my heart will be prone to sin against God. The word I have hidden in my heart so that I will not sin against you. That's the answer. Now takes a good exercise in the word of God. How many kinds of exercises are we supposed to do with the Word of God? Number one, reading. Reading, just reading. It's a great exercise. Our time is up for today. Well let me just mention it, we'll look at it tomorrow next time. Number one, just reading. Number two, studying. Number three, meditation. Number three, meditation Number four Singing Sing the word Sing the word Number five Speak the word Just speak it Speak it against your temptations Speak it against your trials Speak it against the enemy Speak yourself to boost your faith. What number is that? Number six. Try to know some by memory. Try to know some of the words by memory. Number seven. Let it become the sword of the Spirit in your hand. Let it become the spirit in your heart, in your mouth, in your hands. Hallelujah. I think we'll stop here this morning. I think we we'll stop here this morning. stand up